Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The point is that if you follow instructions, it will deposit you to something very uncomfortable that is the dissonance between a lesser version of yourself and the truest version of yourself. That's what you want to steer yourself into. And I think that's probably true for all of these processes, but we'll find out. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from Clear and Open. What's holding you back from making the changes necessary to step into your truest expression of self? Being our true selves sounds great, but most of us don't actually live that way. Making change requires parts of our current self to cease, and those parts will fear and resist the change. Facing your destiny can be a scary prospect, but we often see the biggest growth on the other side of fear, inevitably. This series is excerpted from my online course entitled Essential Leadership Processes, which you can find at courses.clearandopen.com. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click a link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. All right, so I'll start. I um, I ran into all kinds of things. And well, first of all, I will admit, um, I was working on some of this at 2.30 in the morning last or this morning. And um, Impressive. Yeah, it's, it's just been a crazy week. There's just a lot going on and obviously no excuse. So um, I, um, I did not turn anything in and just read over the materials recently. And as I'm thinking about what to do with, I think I, I, think I understand what you're saying about and, and what the instructions are. I just am having a very difficult time putting it into words. Um, How and why? I don't know where to start. Um, I'm trying to, I I think I'm just trying too hard. I just need to kind of let, so what I'd like to do is take the next week to really brainstorm and write down all the things that I want and then be able to put something together. I probably should have done that earlier in the week and maybe I would have actually had something to turn in, but um, sometimes uh, brainstorming is useful. I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to have it be. And I don't want it to be that way. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. That was it. I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to be. Uh, for it to be perfect. That was know, it. To really say something amazing so that I can. And, and this is exactly what I've been struggling with, with, with this business. It's just, I can't, I haven't been able to put it into, into the right words. So as an Enneagram three, what would you suspect is, oh wait, Sorry, you're not a three. You're a, I was confusing with a Christine. Um, you know your Enneagram type? No idea. You're a two with a three wing. It still, it still bears out. 
Um, that's one of the reasons I was confusing with Christine. You look a little similar and you also have similar Enneagram type. Um, you have an outer directed focus toward your vision. You're nodding your head. That makes sense? Yes. So it was so interesting that moment where you said, I forget what the words were. I, I, what did you say where you paused and I said it back to you? I'm trying to. Trying to be. Yeah. Perfect. It's trying to be. Could, can you guys feel the outer directed? There's like an image based. It needs to be a certain way as other, for like other people to see it a certain way. That I'm so glad this came up, Maggie. Thank you for this because this helps a lot of people. One of the things we run into, and this is related to the school conditioning that we have, is the construction of something in order to please other people, to get the A and have it be on the fridge and for all of us to look at it. But how many times when we put that thing on the fridge did our parent go, okay, cool, you got a good grade. What does it mean to you? What did you actually learn? I don't remember my parents ever saying that. And I had lots of stuff on the fridge, <laughs> right? So we're conditioned to think that we're producing this stuff for other. And if we're producing it for other, well, then it needs to look a certain way. And then it creates this loop where it's never enough. It's never right. It's never polished enough in order to present and put on the wall. And I'm so glad in a way that's my frustration is because the vision doesn't necessarily need to be polished. It just needs to be my vision. So I'm, I just feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall. Yes. So can't lose. Um, yes. So the essential leadership process that you are in is the millennia old difficulty between meeting the needs of self versus meeting the needs of other. That's the process it's deposited you into. You're not having a difficult time writing a vision. You're having a difficult time finding your own center. See? Now that makes it a far more worthy exercise, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does. So brainstorming is in content the right track because in context, brainstorming is about just spilling out everything on your heart and mind without any filter. Because the filter you're struggling with right now is, well, what will other people think? And it does this look the right way? Screw that. You okay. can polish it later. You know, say what you want to say. Start with what is ultimately true for you. And I'm going to say the same stuff with uh, related to marketing strategy. Because marketing is another one of those things where we tend to think of other first. Well, what does the market need? What does the customer want? Yeah, 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 that's important too. But who are you? Because if you provide for other without coming from the inside out, you may satisfy other, but you'll be miserable. I know I don't want that. So, Good. Yeah. I'll be determined. As, uh, as I, I don't remember who said that, but I love that. I want to be determined, but right now I'm just overwhelmed. Okay. So be determined to find your inner true voice. And set aside any perfectionism, need for it to be polished, need for it to look good. Don't imagine yourself presenting to this, this to anyone yet. Just have it be truly and rawly you. I will. Thanks. All right. You're welcome, Maggie. Thank you for that. Joseph. Go ahead, Ed, and then Catherine. 
that whole satisfied other but uh, miserable rings true. Um, my word was uh, terrifying because in doing the exercise, I think I got to like number nine or ten on my practice sheet, and then I'm like, "Oh shit! This this is this could work. This oh, this is powerful." <laughs> Oh, fuck. And then I got kind of freaked out because if I actually follow through with it, like, like truly and authentic, authentically follow through with it, it's leaving 20 years of what, what I know how to do and how I know how to make money and how I provide. And really for me, I think it boils down to security just based on, I don't want to go back to that painful place where I've been before. Yeah. And I just got like I was really surprised it was at how long like it was like a 48 hour freak out and I'm okay now but it was it really hit this place that just caught me off guard um and yeah to that point it's like I am capable of doing these things that don't provide me happiness but provide income um yeah logically I want to go someplace different but that was just the that exercise it was just it's so specific and so concrete. It was like, oh shit, this, this, this can be real quickly. And that was, I was really surprised at how terrified I got, like yeah. seeing that. Yeah. That's a, let me speak about that. Thank you, Ed. That's a version of fear of success, but uh, a specific subversion, I would say, of fear of oneself. And let me talk about that. Uh, I talked a little bit about this on Tuesday in the satsang, which I'll, I'll post today in that uh, course collection. So if anyone wants to listen to it or watch it, it'll be there. Um, if you really go through the vision process the way it's intended, what you're accessing is the, the vision, the destiny of the truest version of you, which I which I would call soul, without going into the metaphysics of that. I go into that on, in the satsang recording from Tuesday, if you want to catch up with that. But let's call that soul, the truest, most authentic aspect, most upstream, true version of you. You're looking to sort of channel or access that aspect of you that knows what your destiny is as best anyone can know. And then that's, in essence, soul. And then you're accessing it and trying to translate that into expression via a kind of plan, not strictly speaking a plan, but this is what's actually going to happen. To the degree you successfully do that, it brings up fear. Why? Because most people don't live as their own soul most of the time. The, the true essence of you, the authentic, soulful, most centered, most authentic version of you, only expresses a fraction of the time. It's a long story why I go into that in the satsang. So when you allow that part of you through and have it make a commitment, it scares everything that's not that. Because everything that is not soul is resistance to soul. It's shadow. It's the part of you that says, I can't risk. I can't be real. 
I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not determined enough. Nobody really likes me. I'm not worthy. All of that, all of that is antithetical to your soulful truth. So when you really car, when you really face your destiny, it's, it's guaranteed to scare some aspects of you. It must. It ought to excite you too. That'd be the soul's reaction to itself. Oh, look at that. I'm expressing how exciting. Go ahead, I think it scared most of me to nearly all of it. <laughs> but it was, it was also exciting too. Yeah. And after, I don't know, a day and a half-ish, I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I can do this. Okay. But yeah. it, was like, it was like a mega freak out followed. Like, I haven't had a freak out like that in a while. Good. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. And good. You processed 48 hours worth of fear of your own soul destiny. I'm so excited because it appears maybe this course, as I envisioned it, can actually work. <laughs> because I do the same thing. When I conceived of this course, I thought, okay, I'm going to do a one-to-many uh, inside-out thing with these tools. And then the part of me was like, there's no way you can do that. And this is just the third session, and it appears it's working. So cool. So yeah, if it doesn't bring up fear, and this is, you know, this is, I didn't make this up. If it doesn't bring, doesn't bring up fear, then it's not worth going for. Yes, but why, you see? Why is that? How is that? Because you can only work with that fear if you realize that that's the truest version of you trying to burst out of a cocoon. And there's going to be parts of you that do not want to be that version of you. That it's going to get afraid. And then you process, the way you process that fear is when the soul essence touches the shadow. When they touch, uh, light disinfects. And so the fear is sort of absorbed back into the essence. And that's how you move through it. But you have, but the governing dynamic of that is you have to feel all of it because the soul is the domain of emotion. So you have to feel all of your fear in order to digest it. So some of you stopped at a point in your vision work right before subjecting yourself to that kind of fear. I mean, you never know what you're going to subject yourself to. It could be fear, it could be confusion, could be all sorts of things. But the point is that if you follow instructions, it will deposit you to something very uncomfortable that is the dissonance between a lesser version of yourself and the truest version of yourself. That's what you want to steer yourself into. And I think that's probably true for all of these processes, but we'll find out. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com review and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. 
Bye for now.